You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here are your hosts, Matt Peck and Big Dave Watson. What's up and welcome into Locked On Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. You can follow my co-host, Big Dave Watson at Bow B-A-W-L Sports. You can find us at Locked On Bulls. Also, anytime you feel like it, day or night, shoot us a text or drop us a voicemail at our number, 331-979-1369. Lots of excited Bulls fans in our inbox. You will absolutely get to some mailbag at some point this week with all of your reactions. Lonzo Ball and everything free agency. So, Big Dave, we're recording this uh, late on Monday night. Free agency's been going on for about six hours now. We've already mm-hmm. done two episodes today. Yeah. One pre-free agency, one yeah. post-Lonzo Ball, and we're going to hop on. Mm-hmm. We're doing this one because, you know what, we made another move. Um, I'm not sure when this is going to be in y'all's feeds. Maybe tomorrow morning. We'll see. But we mm-hmm. have to talk about Alex Caruso. We got to talk about Daniel Tice. We got, we got things to talk about. We so... Do. Whew, okay. I, I was like, okay, maybe we're done. Maybe the DeRozan thing's not gonna happen. We'll see. All of a sudden, like I'm going, I'm going down to like the trash chute because I'm doing mm-hmm. a little cleaning amidst all of my craziness of free agency day. And I get yeah. an alert and I'm like, okay, the last like 10 alerts have had nothing to do with the Bulls. Wait, Woj Bulls four years, 37 million. Al- Alex Caruso? <laughs> I love it. What was your reaction to this signing, Big Dave? I tell you why I enjoy it, Matt, is because AK and Eversley continue to do things where they're like doing this in one hand, but they're doing this with the other. You know what I'm saying? You never know what this hand is doing. You never know. You never let the uh, left hand know what the right hand is doing. Uh, That's for you kids. Um, But they always do something to fool you and to shock you. So yeah, everybody knew. They're like, oh, of course, Lonzo Ball. That's not shocking. Well, who? <laughs> Alex, what? I didn't even know you were on the radar. Yeah, he was on the radar. And it's a great move. I was having a conversation uh, with my nephew, you know, talking about Lonzo Ball and everything. One thing my nephew loves, and I love, and you know this, Matt, is goons. I love goons on the team. You got to have them. Sure. They're necessary, and they got to be there. The Bulls didn't really have any goons. And he kept saying they don't have no goons. Like, they got to get that guy. You know, who's going to be that goon for them? Enter Alex Caruso, (laughs) the perfect goon for the Chicago Bulls. And not just the Bulls. I don't think he's ready for the kind of love he is about to receive from Chicago Bulls Nation. If they love anything, it's a guard. And let's be real. It's a white guard who's tough-nosed, hard, you know, hard, tough guy who looks like something. He's got a quirk about him. Dude's wearing headbands all the time. And he's athletic and he's skilled. You know he'll dive on the floor. You know he'll play that hard, tough-nosed defense. He won't complain. He'll just go out there and he'll do his job. And he'll hit big buckets. And he'll get key steals. He'll do those little things that would, you know, adhere him to a lot of Bulls nation. You know, Kirk Heinrich comes to mind. This goes way back to, like, Jerry Sloan. You know, um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Andres Nocioni. Archie Diacono. Archie Diacono, <laughs> for goodness sakes. The king of it. He had a whole career for it. So 
those guys are beloved here in Bulls Nation. But here's the kicker. He can play. <laughs> he's, he's good. Caruso can shoot. Caruso's athletic. He will dunk on you and you'll be surprised about it. So, yeah, I think it's a good signing. I don't think the contract was too crazy either. Uh, it was surprising, but I was very happy it happened. Yeah, I mean, just because the guy absolutely, without a doubt, was Elmer Fudd's stunt double in Space Jam, the original, <laughs> doesn't mean he can't play. I, I'm Every time you saw Caruso have a wow moment, whether it was a Bulls-Lakers game or just you saw it on like Sports Center Top 10, dude's got sneaky hops. Just because yeah. he's bald and he wears a headband, he's 6'4", and he's sneaky athletic. And yeah. I think the thing that he addresses that maybe Derrick Rose didn't, and we can get to Derrick Rose in a little bit, but he is he's 6'4", he's got a 6'6 wingspan, and he hounds people at the point of attack defensively. And that is something that the Bulls were just absolutely atrocious at last season. Yeah. He is a net positive defensive player. And some might say, well, is, aren't you kind of doubling up? Like, you already got Lonzo. Lonzo's a net defensive player. Yeah, you know what? Like, this this Bulls backcourt was so devoid of defense last season. Yeah. I don't I don't have a problem at all with AK and Eversley adding two net positive defensive pieces to their backcourt. Uh, mm -hmm. And Caruso, like Lonzo Ball, is also a threat behind the line on the offensive end. He shot 40% yes. from downtown for the Lakers last season. It is only on, I want to say, two and a half or so attempts per game, so it's not high volume. But if he can be a viable threat playing off the ball at times and can take some ball handling pressure away from whoever you share in the, co the court with, whether it be Lonzo and or mm -hmm. Zach Levine, I'm all for it. And yeah. like, you know, you can crack your jokes, but you're right, man. I think that between like the white, guards thing with this bulls franchise and then also this bulls fan base that is just like are you kind of weird but like in a weird way that we can embrace your weirdness yes 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 joakim noah bobby portis yes. dennis yes. rodman yes if you're our weird guy we will love you weird guy mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they will fall deeply and madly in love with you and matt even the two three pointers that you mentioned don't bother me is because he was barely playing 20 minutes a game so, you know, right. getting two three-pointers and shooting 40% from there while averaging, I think, one still a game in under 20 minutes, yeah, that's productive. <laughs> and I want that on my team. Because, again, we didn't have that. We kind of lost that uh, veteran kind of leadership with Garrett Temple, you know, things like that. And here's another thing it brings in. It brings in a champion on your team, a veteran champion, a guy who actually has seen winning and knows how to do it and who was a part of it. So that also helps. Those These are all key things to, to making a good basketball team. You know, you have to have that good mix, that good blend, man. Everything has to kind of work right, which is why Chef Arturis and Chef Mark are out there killing it right now for the Bulls, man. It's, it's, just, it's, it's just so fun, man. It's just so fun. And uh, so, so some Bulls fans thought that maybe that money could have been better spent elsewhere. Uh, and we will get to Daniel Tice in a minute. First, mm -hmm. though, really quickly, I don't think it's a coincidence that within a matter of minutes, we hear that Derrick Rose mm -hmm. is re-upping with the Knicks on a significant contract and good for him. Happy for Derrick Rose. Absolutely. But we heard that the Bulls and Derrick and his camp were engaged in talks like leading up to this. You know, you know oh, we're not allowed to talk until free agency starts. No, they were talking, obviously, as everyone does. And Derek, I think, deciding to go back to New York led the Bulls to say, okay, 
Derek was a fun idea, but here's this backup plan, and it's a pretty darn good backup plan. Yeah, that's the great thing. You you put it really nicely, Matt. As soon as Derek Rose signed, <laughs> this news came out, which lets you know that uh, they have a plan A, B, C, and D. So they were prepared. As opposed which to is why- know, starting their press conference before the draft is over. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly, Matt, yes. I was excited about And again, this is why I, I say trust Mark Eversley and AK. You know what I, I was thinking about this, Matt? I was thinking about this comparison. And I, the reason I, I compared it to to like working with you, and this is why I want people to put their trust, you know, kind of in AK and Eversley is because they're never going to leave you out there. They have a plan and they're going to execute it. When you work with Matt Peck, I have nothing but trust in Matt Peck. Why? Because Matt is not only going to check it, he's going to double check it, and then he's going to check it again to make sure the double check was correct, and then might check it a fourth time to make sure everything's correct and in order. So I'm like, I'm I'm not worried about it. I'm with Matt. Oh, I got Matt. Oh, I'm fine. Everything's good. And that's kind of how I want people to feel about AK and Eversley. You got to put your trust in these dudes. Every single thing they have said to you, every single thing they have broken down and said they wanted to do, they have done it. Every one of it. Every little piece of it. And the key beautiful piece about it, Matt, they're not done. There's still more to do. And they're still going to do more wonderful things for this team going forward. So just put your trust in them like I do my man, Matt. And it's, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Uh, I, I appreciate and agree with your overall thesis as far as AK and Eversley. Mm-hmm. You're the only person who feels that way about me. I'm fairly certain. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that comparison fact. landed. Uh, Stating facts, Matt. Stating there, facts. There's, there's an other interesting idea that I want to talk to you about, Big Dave, as far as the addition of Caruso and what it might mean for Lonzo and Bulls lineups mm. next season. First, though, quick shout out to our great friends at Built Bar. I just watched an awesome uh, men's 400 meter hurdle on Twitter mm. that just ended uh, late Monday night here, Big Dave. Dude yeah. set a world record. U.S. Oh. Olympic track and field team, protein bars. Built Bar is their sponsor, it is their official protein bar of U.S. track and field. So if it's good enough for Olympians, people who are setting world records for being really fast, it's probably a protein bar that you should try too. I like them. I think they're delicious, and I don't set world records around a track. But you could try all of their great flavors. Some of my favorites are raspberry, mint brownie, German chocolate, and cookies and cream. If you haven't tried them all, you can get a mixed box from Built.com where you can get two of each bar, two of each flavor, and mm-hmm. try every single one and figure out what your favorite is. Not only are these Built Bars the best tasting, but they're healthy protein bars for you too. All of them have either 17 or 18 grams of protein, between 130 and 180 calories with only four or five grams of sugar and four or five grams of net carbs. Right now, our Locked On Polls listeners, if they go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15, will get 15% off your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right. We know that this Bulls team has a bit of a void at the wing spot also, Big Dave, and we know that they are coming up against it as far as what they have left to spend. The Bulls still have their biannual exception contract that they can that they can give somebody just under $4 million. There's a veteran minimum or two that they can kick around. We'll see if they sign Io, uh, the second-round pick, to a real contract or a two-way. The last year's second-round pick, Marco Simonovic, we'll see if he signs a real contract or not. But it, when it comes to the Bulls starting five, is Troy Brown Jr. your starting wing? Mm-hmm. Is, I, I, you know, 
is Patrick Williams your starting wing and you find somebody else to play at the four? Is Thad still here and you start that at the four and Vooch at the five? We mm. did like some of the Vooch-Thad stuff we saw last season. We did. But my question boils down to this. Can you conceivably picture a starting lineup that Alex Caruso is a part of and playing Lonzo Ball as a point forward and having Caruso and Zach Levine as your one-two? I know it's kind of a weird thought, and we all just said we need a point guard, we need a point guard. Hooray, Lonzo's our point guard. What 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 do you think about hmm. a starting lineup or at least seeing in Billy's rotation significant minutes where Caruso, Levine, and Lonzo are all on the floor at the same time? Wow, that <laughs> that is interesting. I wouldn't say that's a starting lineup, but it is a lineup I want to see. Um but it's not, no, I, I don't agree with it being your starting lineup. I, I don't think they should do that at all. Caruso is not a starter. I don't, I don't see him as that. He only um, had a handful of starts through his, you know, three or four yeah. years in LA. Yeah. Yeah. He, I just don't, I don't see him as that at, at all. He, he doesn't strike me as a guy who helps your team by starting. He strikes you, strikes you as a guy who comes off that bench and gives you that energy, you know, and gives you that push hits those key three-pointers, you know, goes and dunks some, somebody and makes the United Center erupt. And when the United Center erupts, it erupts. So I think he is – I think it's more important, honestly, I think it's more important that his role comes off the bench than it does uh, starting. I will say I would like to see it because you know me, Matt. I like to try anything. So I'd like to see it and just see what it looks like for a second. But Lonzo, I think, was brought here to be point, and that's it. Uh I don't see him kind of saying, okay, yeah, let me go play around, you know, at at these other positions, you know, and stuff like that. I think even if they run a three-guard lineup, he's still your point guard. Uh, even though, you know, he'll be 6'6", you know, and stuff like that, he's a point guard. That's that's what he is, and that's all I really want him to do. Uh, so, yeah, you can run those lineups, but it, it'll be Caruso. I'd rather have Caruso cheating, you know, at the three, at 6'5". Because there are some teams that might run a smaller lineup and stuff like that where you could get away with it. And plus his defense lends me to say he can guard a guy that's a little taller than him. You know what I'm saying? So I think you could cheat that way. Uh, but starting, no. I, I don't want to see that at all. Please don't do that. <laughs> like, don't do that, Bill. That's, that's fair. That's fair. I, you know, I, I saw a couple people chatting about that. I was like, oh, that's an interesting idea. I don't know it's if interesting. I love yeah. it. Yeah. But you know, I'm I'm guessing we'll we will at some point see Donovan put those three on the floor together, uh, and we'll see how it goes. So as as far as this money that was spent on Caruso, honestly, I think four years and thirty seven, maybe it's more years than you would have wanted. Maybe Caruso mm. on a two or three year deal would have been, uh, you know, m more uh, feasible and amenable uh, from the you know easier to stomach from the Bulls' perspective. But maybe it was the fourth year that that really convinced Caruso to come on board. And I really think that you're getting good value. If he plays how he played in L.A. and maybe even improves his game a little bit with if, if given a, a slightly bigger opportunity, that's good value. I did see some Bulls fans on Twitter who were upset because maybe 15 or so minutes after that happens, we see Daniel Tice going to Houston uh, on a deal that was nearly identical, like same number of years, same amount of money, I think actually one million less. I think it was Caruso was four years thirty-seven. Tice was four years thirty-six. So mm -hmm. a lot of Bulls fans said, "Well, wait, wait, wait!" Like if, if Tice like did all these wonderful things for us when we brought him in in the trade for Boston, and now we're mm -hmm. just kind of you know gonna let him go, and, and we spent that money on Caruso instead of Tice. 
<laughs> I, I get the initial knee-jerk reaction from Bulls fans who saw that and said, what the hell are they doing? We sure. need Tice. Our, our rim protection is pfft, like dog shit. Mm-hmm. I, I get that. But I also think that there are other ways that AK and Eversley can address rim protection. And maybe, in a weird way, Caruso is going to help this team more than Tice for that amount of money. Am, am I wrong mm-hmm. in thinking that? Because I, I know that there are some Bulls yeah. fans who I'm sure would have rather had Tice stay than paying Alex Caruso the exact same contract. You're not wrong, Matt. Let me, let me just ask simple questions here. When Daniel Tice is in the starting lineup, who... Who does he? In, who do you think he helps more in the starting lineup? Just in the starting lineup, who do you think he helps? What of of the other Bulls four starters? Yeah, of the other or? Bulls four starters. Of the other Bulls four starters, who do you think he lends more support to, and who does who does he help? But, uh, prob- probably Vooch, who Correct. who could use Correct. the help. Correct. The, the answer is Vooch. Correct. When you got Caruso in there, who do you think Caruso helps? Like he's not started, but who do you think Caruso? Is gonna help more on your team, guys like Kobe White. Assuming and stuff, he's right? coming off the bench, right? Coming off his, the bench. his his benchmate, Kobe White. Yeah, Kobe White. Now, Daniel Tice. Who do you think needs more help? <laughs> it's it's my question. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. that's my question. Who do you it's think really really needs that help? Vooch has been doing it for ten plus years. Okay, like twenty and ten, two time All Star, and and there's a reason we traded for him. It gave up, you know, two high draft picks and, and uh, Wendell Carter Jr. and uh, Lionel Richie for him because of his talent, his skill. We know what he does. He's an all-star, close to being an all-NBA player and stuff like that. Kobe White needs help, period. You know, he needs that help, especially defensively. You know, he still needs help trying to figure out how to run an offense. He still needs help about finding out where he needs to be defensively because he gets lost a lot on those things, even – with Vooch coming in, you know, and kind of slowing it down for him, you know, and, and showing him, you know, the offense and stuff like that. On the other end, he still needed that support. He still needed that kind of help. Caruso helps that. <laughs> He's going to help that. So it, even in games, when Kobe White is not doing his thing, Caruso, could you come in here and do this for me, please? Thank you very much. Yeah. You can't do that with Daniel Tice. Like, Daniel Tice is the starter. I can't look behind him and say, He's having a bad game. Oh, I got to ride with him. (laughs) I just got to ride with him. Like, you just got to go with that. No, man. He's he's supporting the young guys who truly, truly need the help. Now, DT is, we all like DT. Nat, we talked about it a lot on this show, how much we wanted him to stay. We Mm -hmm. did. But we also talked about the reality of it that he he ain't going to be here. Like, it it just felt like that. You just felt like he wasn't going to be here. We appreciate what he did. But I am telling you, you need more help in that backcourt than you did helping Vooch. Vooch right. is going to be all right. But Kobe Kobe White, uh, Ayo, those guys are going to need some help. Those guys are going to need to figure out where they need to be. And Ayo will get better defensively also, I think, because of this. Because now you got two defensive point guards. Oh, my God. Now I got Ayo watching them learning how to do things. So I like the fact that it helps the backcourt more so right. you know, than it does Vooch, who, who will be fine. And, and you know, I like I do still think that the Bulls front court could use another piece. Sure. Uh, and, and, sure I, and I and sure. I hope that as I said, they use either the biannual exception they still have at their disposal or maybe a veteran minimum. I was kind of I don't know if you heard that rumor going around like 
I, it was either Saturday or Sunday that maybe like the Bulls and JaVale McGee had some mutual interest. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh my God, give me JaVale McGee on like a $3 million deal. I will yeah. take that eight days a week. Uh, turns out earlier tonight, he signs a, a one-year deal to go with Phoenix and see if he can win mm. a chip with them. Um, okay. but, you know, something similar to that, a vet yeah. front court guy who can come in and give you some depth because yeah, we lost, we, we lost Tice. And in some mm. ways, Tice gives you that gritty, like hustle play kind of stuff. He, he He's a smart offensive player, not a great shooter, an okay one. He's a, an underrated passer, all those things. You know who's still here after the Sato sign and trade? You know who we can still have after we sign and trade Lowry away? Because his name is Thad, and he's Zach's best friend. Dong. Do not forget that Thad Young is still here. Now, his name has come up in trade talks and things like that. Untradeable. But he's untradeable. (laughs) He's still here. So, worst comes to worst. I still got myself a power for it. You know what I'm saying? I still have that. So if worse comes to worse, and a guy who obviously um, is good and who knows the offense and who's played next to Vooch already. So, yeah, and he, and he doesn't have to be a point guard. <laughs> he doesn't have to be a point guard anymore. He was our point guard. I Think still, about it. I still want the Thagic triple-double, Dave. I want it so freaking bad. <laughs> He came so close so many times last season. So close. He was right there, man. But, yeah, Thad's still here, Matt. Um, He might still be here, honestly, after all is said and done. Um, We know Lowry is going to get shipped on out, but he still, you know, might not be here and stuff like that. But, you know, you got him, and he's he's valuable, and he can help your team. So, yeah, I'm not mad about that. I'm I'm not. It's such a happy day. I'm not mad about it at all. I'm not. I'm not mad. Uh, yeah, you know what? It it'll be fine. Um, and then you know the, the one other element and wrinkle to the Daniel Tice stuff, and then we can move on and take a couple of comments before we get out of here. Uh, yeah. The the deals that came through uh, about Tice's deal um, with the Rockets, it is going to be a sign and trade. Bobby Marks earlier today said Houston had an eight point two eight million exception from the Oladipo trade. Could be smart to take Tyson a sign and trade to preserve the nine and a half mid-level exception, which would give Chicago a big trade exception. Then Tim McMahon, on top of Bobby Marks, confirmed per sources, Rockets used the Oladipo trade exception, work a sign and trade with the Bulls to get Daniel Tice. So we haven't gotten yet, as far as I know, here late Monday night, the exact parameters of what that sign and trade between the Bulls and Houston is. But it does mean that some kind of trade exception is going to come back to, to, to the Bulls' direction, meaning that they will gain themselves another opportunity next season and beyond to use a contract for a vet player uh, when they're working against the cap, a quality player on that kind of like, you know, eight to $10 million range that doesn't count against your cap. That's a nice little piece to get. So you're not necessarily losing ties for nothing. Yes, Matt. That, thank you. This is why I wanted you to explain to the people, because a lot of people ask me about that. Um, you know, what does it mean? What do we get back? And I'm like, you got a trade exception. That's all. Why is it awesome? And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna let Matt, Matt, Matt can explain things better. I'm, I'm going to let Matt explain this to y'all, man, about why it's good. Because you know what I thought of, Matt, when I read this? You know who does stuff like this? Pat Riley. <laughs> like guys like that. You know what I'm saying? Rob Palenka. You know what I mean? These guys who win. They, they do these little tiny things like this to make their team better that you're not looking at that probably won't get the hot, sexy headline. But they do these little tiny things, and you're like, 
how the hell did they end up with that vet right there? Like, that's how? Like, they didn't have any money left. Like, they're charging people extra at the door to get in the state. How do they do that? Yes, this is how they do it. Because it's that little tiny stuff that's not talked about that Matt so wonderfully explained to you. This is why it's important, man. This is why you got to let them cook, ladies and gentlemen. This is why. This is why. These guys are smart, man. Let them cook. And and by the way, you know, I can't say it enough times. If you really want the nitty gritty of bulls and how NBA salary caps work, you got two people to follow. Our guy Bulldog, a.k.a. Kevin Anderson, and Ryan, a.k.a. the Bulls GM on Twitter. They both know exactly what they're talking about in ways that even I do not. So follow them if you want to know exactly what the Bulls cap situation is as we enter Late Monday night and into Tuesday morning. Um, Big Dave, uh, we want to we want to have some fun and take a couple of comments from people. Before we do oh, that, though, wait. would you like to tell our friends about a little place called Rock Auto? You know what, Matt? It would be my honor, pleasure, and privilege. Ladies and gentlemen, when I was on vacation, this is a true story. I was sitting and, you know, enjoying a, you know, cold beverage. And I'm watching the ESPN and across their commercial came. And I looked at that commercial and I said, hey, I know that. You know why I know that? Because it was rockauto.com. And I said, I know those guys and I trust those guys. And this is why they're on ESPN and they have a commercial. Why? Because you can save your time and your money by using Rock Auto. Now, why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% of your money at a chain store or a dealership? When you can come to rockauto.com and go on and get your discount on at rockauto.com. It's a family business doing serving the do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are reliably low. And for every single customer, they have everything you can eat. Brake pads, tail lamps, motor oil, carpet, you know, that little time dangly thing that hangs in, in your rear view window. They got that too. They got everything you need. They got the fuzzy, what you need. It's the question. It ain't about what they got. The question is, what do you need? You go to rockauto.com. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all their parts that are available for your car or your truck. And this is what you do, ladies and gents. And I'm going to tell you like this. And ESPN didn't even let you in on this secret, so I'm going to let you in on it. You're right. Locked in in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know that Matt and myself sent you, man. That is very important. Just write that in. Locked on. Rockauto.com. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices, all the car parts you will ever need in your life. Rockauto.com. Never gets old, man. Never gets old. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, I, that's exactly, that was the second wind I needed because right after we finish this, I'm going to turn on USA versus Spain and I'm yeah. going to watch Zach Levine and Team USA Can't punch wait. their ticket to the semifinal. Before Let's that, go. though, Wanted to have some fun with y'all. Appreciate everybody hanging out with us on YouTube Live right now as we near uh, midnight Chicago time. Juan on YouTube said, go to bed, you guys. No. (laughs) No. I'm full of bulls energy and happiness right now. I can't go to bed, man. agency day is like Christmas. I'm not going to bed. Yes, man. Playing with all these new toys. You're lucky I don't get on 2K right now and update my roster. I'm, I'm ready to go, man. Uh ooh, here's some wishful thinking. Straight trucking on YouTube says, Can we get Siakam for Markinen and Kobe? I ooh. I, dude, I, I would love Siakam ooh. in a Bulls jersey. Would love dude. it. Do I dude. think that that's realistic? No. I mean, you would certainly have to give up both of those guys. 
and then you might also have to throw in like first round draft capital mm, because yeah. that's 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 kind of future of the franchise over there right now given the fact that Lowry's out the door right yeah and they, they, like Matt's yeah they're in the total they're in the kind of rebuild like we're gonna kind of you know hang around and hover you know they'll still be a playoff team because they're good but you know they're kind of still recovering their best player literally their best player is Siakam so I don't know if they're gonna be willing to trade him for Lowry and Kobe White man I don't I don't think we'll be able to get that one to bottom them. but yeah I would love it that, that would be great like yes give him give me that that answers all your problems that we got with our front court concerns uh, Sandra Cool would be among those who are not a fan with the results of Caruso. Sandra Cool said, Rose, way better fit than Caruso. Can't say I'm thrilled, but we got mm-hmm. Lonzo. I'm over the moon about that. Look, maybe maybe the Bulls didn't have an offer that, you know, that the Knicks were, like, it wasn't as good. Uh, maybe Derek liked what he had found in New York. He clearly mm-hmm. has a strong bond with Tom Thibodeau. And yeah. the Knicks gave him more money. Like, <laughs> you know, it, it wasn't yeah. a huge difference from the Caruso deal, but it was an additional, yeah. whatever, $8 million. Yeah. You yeah. get a bigger bag and you get to stay in your comfort zone, his new comfort zone of New York and playing for Tom Thibodeau again. Yeah. Like, and, and again, in many ways, Dave, we, we talked a little bit about this when we were comparing Lonzo and Derek and other, all the point guard opportunities and possibilities. I think Caruso gives you things that Derrick Rose doesn't. Look, obviously, I'm before the D Rose dance jump all over me. I'm not saying Uh-oh. that Caruso is the, is the offensive player that Derrick Rose is, even the reinvented Derrick Rose 3.0 that we see now. Mm-hmm. He's clearly a better and more lethal offensive threat than Alex Caruso. Nobody's arguing so. that. For what this Bulls team needed. I don't think it's super easy to say that Derek would have been a better fit than Caruso. I'd lean towards Caruso being a better fit than Derek. Mm. And I, and I'm sure that that I'm, take alone, I will have all kinds of people hating me hard. Yeah. But. Cause I, yeah, I won't let them hate you, Matt, but I won't agree with you on that. Cause, <laughs> I, <laughs> cause Derek, that's, that's, look, that's Derek Rose. This guy finished third and sixth man of the year who was starting in the playoffs because the rest of your team was trash. Um, he he fits so well. <laughs> he he does so many great things, and I, I can't get out of my mind him and Caruso in the pick and roll. I just can't get it out of my brain, and just how easy that would be. Him and Zach on a fast break, my lord! Like, and he'll play over twenty minutes because Caruso, I don't need to see over twenty minutes. Um, I just need him to come in, you know, you know, do the dirty work and do the cool things that he does for this team. Which Bulls fans, I promise you, the person who said that. You're going to love this dude. I promise you. If you love the grit, if you love that kind of heart, if you love those kind of things, you're going to love Caruso. Yeah, I'm telling you. You're going to be like, you know what? I didn't want him here before, but I kind of like this guy. You're, you're going to like him. I promise you. Caruso is going to be your guy. But yeah. Uh, Liam is Liam Maybe said, David, Matt, complete my life. No, thank you. <laughs> you well, thank complete you very our much. lives by hanging yes, out with us late on a Monday <laughs> night. Just this talking Bulls free agency. Um, yeah. Somebody else. I do have a question. Time. Yeah, go for it. So one guy I want to know about, Matt, that one former Bull that is out there, Taj Gibson. Oh, I thought you were going to say Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> that ship has sailed. He broke my heart once. He can't do it anymore. I won't let it happen. I won't let it happen. 
But Todd, but I wouldn't. What are your thoughts on Taj? Because he kind of answers kind of some of those questions that we have about you know having that guy in the front court, a uh, guy that can play alongside Vooch, who guy who start or come off of your bench, you know, and provide some punch, and you know that hard nose, that toughness, that hard hat, and that lunch pail that Bulls fans love. What What do you think about uh, Taj? Uh, I love it. Is Is, is yeah. he an unrestricted free agent? Did he just sign that one year deal with uh, the I, Knicks? As far as I know, he has the one-year deal, and looking at it right now, 2021, he is a unrestricted free agent. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, it, it, I feel like it would be really hard to pry him away from the Knicks now that he knows D-Rose is coming back. Ooh, and that's it, a good point. He's got D-Rose and his guy Tibbs there. And he's and, from New know, York. The, the, Knicks, the Knicks spent some money today, but they didn't spend a ridiculous amount of money. Um, mm. wait, are, are they the team that signed Evan Fournier to that ridiculous they contract? Are. Okay. They are the team that signed Evan Fournier. Yeah. It's weird that they did that and paid Derrick Rose collectively a hundred million dollars. I'm still working that out in my brain, but <laughs> if I think if Taj wants a one year, like vet men deal, cause he wants to run it back with D Rose and Tibbs, the Knicks will find a way to make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. I if, think so. if for whatever reason that doesn't happen, oh my God, give me Taj on a vet minimum or hell, even use the biannual exception to pay him $3 million to come play here. <laughs> Maybe that's a bit of a stretch, but that tells you just how much I love Taj Gibson. He would be exactly what this front court depth needs right now. Rim yeah. protection, smart, mm-hmm. high IQ defense, dude who does all the little things. And you could see, yeah, he's getting up there in age, but he gave the Knicks a lot last year, mm-hmm. like a lot of big minutes. So, I mean, that that would be in the immediate column of yes, please, like show me where to sign, and yeah, give me give me all the Taj Gibson stock. I think that that <laughs> dude still has at least one more good year left in him. I just don't think it's very likely. I think he's going to find his way back to New York, even on a vet men deal. <laughs> Liam is Liam maybe says 300 million one year for Taj 100% <laughs> not our money not our money Liam he's like yeah, let's go see and that that just yes what Matt is talking about showing the love that Taj has and 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 you're right Matt like it's funny how Taj has kind of for me been an answer for them for a couple years now you know what I'm saying when I think about it I'm like Taj Gibson would fit in nicely you know what I'm saying on this roster I especially feel it now, especially now that yeah. we're competent and, and Ding is free. So yeah. now we have some room, to, you know, for a guy like Taj Gibson, you know, and his, you know, and his number is still out there because, you know, Lionel Richie tried to taint it. And now he, he can bring him in, you know, and put that back on, man. Hard hat, lunch pail. He could retire like he's supposed to. I think it would Taj, just be great. I think it would Taj just be Gibson great. was our Daniel Tice before he was tight and yes. he was so for like eight years yes yes yes, yes. Taj Gibson all of this um, is factual <laughs> let let's let's wrap things up with this tonight Dave one more comment from YouTube Orlando says I think DeRozan might still be coming the money's drying mm. up everywhere only a few teams have the contracts to do a sign and trade so this was the big wow, maybe this is happening from Winhorst, uh, yeah. you know, early Monday afternoon, hours yeah. before free agency started, saying, yeah, the Bulls are actually very much so in play for DeMar DeRozan. We see the Spurs spend a good amount of money today. They sign our old pal Dougie McBuckets to, Dougie. like, a substantial deal. 
they also signed Zach Collins. And so when that happened, yeah. a lot of people said, okay, well, if they sign Zach Collins, does that decrease and or eliminate altogether their desire and need for one Lowry marketing in a sign and trade? Uh, I saw somebody funny say, actually, like Dougie would eliminate the need for Lowry more so than Collins because Lowry plays more like Doug than he does like Zach Ooh. Collins because Lowry doesn't play like a seven-footer. Um, well but done. I, like, okay, the, the Bulls spent some money today. There would have to be some kind of fancy financial footwork to get DeRozan in the fold in a sign-and-trade. We yeah. do know that Lowry is still here as of – 11.45 p.m. Chicago time, Monday night. See you here. But is, the, is that enough? And is it really that dry of a market for DeRozan that the Spurs would be that desperate to say, okay, Bulls, you give us Lowry and, I mean, whatever, a, a future first? Mm. I, you know, I, I don't think Lowry and, you know, some seconds and whatever, whatever other piece, they might ask for Kobe or Pat. Like, if, mm. if that's what you're doing they'd probably ask for one or both of those guys in addition to Lowry. And are you willing to let that go? I don't know. Um, but no, but no. At, at this point in time, it doesn't seem like there are any strong indications one way or the other. What team is in the front? What team is ahead and in the lead to get DeMar DeRozan right now? It seems like nobody knows. Yeah, nobody knows. I, I can't remember who, who said this when I was watching uh, earlier today, but uh, they were talking about the Spurs and DeMar DeRozan and everything like that. And they said, when the Heat contacted them for DeMar DeRozan, they offered them, I think, Iguodala and something else, and they turned it down because they said they had a better offer. They had a better deal. And I'm like, okay, who would be a better deal? And I personally, in my head, I was like, maybe Lowry's a better deal than getting Iguodala. I think that's a better deal right there, personally. So I think I think it still can be up there as available. Um, Zach, Zach Collins. <laughs> And Dougie McBitts should not be the reason. Don't go get Lowry marketed. That's all I'm saying. Listen, I know we're Harvey, and I have been more Harvey because I love him, all right? And Matt loves him. Matt's wearing his jersey, for God's sakes. But we're trying to tell you, he is. He will get you 18 and 6. Like, Zach ain't doing that, and neither is Doug McBuckets. He ain't even starting. So, yeah, you can still get a guy like Lowry marketed who's younger, you know what I'm saying, who is actually more talented, and who just might need a change of scenery. So he still might, I still think that's an option as far as getting, you know, DeMar DeRozan. So the reason also, Matt, that I'm like, yeah, it's an option is because they can't never said it's an option. <laughs> it's, it's that simple for me. They said it. I believe them. I'm rolling with it. So yeah, it's still an option. I'm still like, yeah, we still might get DeMar DeRozan. And that would be just awesome for me. I, I don't think it's likely, um, you know, uh, we'll we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Either either way, I'm pretty happy with what the Bulls did today. It's weird that I feel that way because I was kind of always on the fence about Lonzo, and I do think 85 is a little of an overpay. Mm -hmm. And Caruso, I just thought Light. was a weird looking dude until today. <laughs> but when you actually break down what those guys offer you on a basketball court, I the, yeah. the Bulls got better today. You cannot Matt deny that the Bulls got better today. Just answer a quick question, Matt. At the point guard position, what do you think the Bulls were missing at the point guard position? Just give me one thing they were missing. Playmaking and defense. He gave me two. Who Guess who can do both? <laughs> Come on, man. Look, yes. This is awesome. This is awesome, man. We got him, guys. We got a guy. It's Come on, not, man. 
It's not the worst. It's not the worst. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us on our second YouTube live of the day. This will be in your podcast feed sometime, probably uh, tomorrow morning. And uh, we'll we'll keep coming at you all week as we continue to work through NBA free agency and any other fringe moves that the Bulls might make. Um, in the meantime, hit us up, 331-979-1369. We do have a lot in our inbox. We will get to that at some point uh, for a mailbag episode later this week get more of you involved in the conversation because that's what makes this stuff fun that's what big david go watch zach levine go watch zach levine. podcast right now we're gonna go watch zach levine beat spain and bring usa to the semifinal of the olympics for big dave i'm matt have a great night bulls nation try and get some sleep and we'll hey. talk to you soon be red be good